0: Premier League yes it's back and Arsenal top of the league yes come on it's two up top myself Gav Max Stephen Cotton how are you dude
1: I'm, I'm very well thank you I'm ready to talk about some uh, utterly appalling displays this weekend that we weren't involved in so hey, good look, times
0: good times I, 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 I could wax lyrical about a couple of decent ones to be honest um, <laughs> but that's what you can do you can subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash two top football just nice and smooth and tomorrow soccer manager 2021 is out as well so you can download that on the app store and on google play store and did you know if you put tour top into google our name comes up first Scrooge. right we've got a lot to talk about today we've got to clear up everything that's happening in the premier league this weekend we'll talk look forward to a couple of games tomorrow as well and we've got the competition winner for the competition that you guys have been doing so you know thank you everybody for your retweet subscribes i know a lot of people didn't retweet it but told their mates and they subscribed to the channel anyway so we've got a lot of time for that unfortunately if you didn't retweet it then you can't be part of the competition but we have got a competition winner anyway right there yes lad says dylan i hope everything's all right with you buddy uh, i hope your pals all right as well now um let's let's talk about sunday's games let's get let's get sunday sunday right into it let's get it on um west brom nil leicester three um debut goal i love a debut goal i really do uh this one comes from thomas castagne lovely header and two jvard pens um before we go into the game can we just talk about how lovely both kits are
1: oh uh, okay there's some uh, we've already got a disagreement uh, I wanted to start off by saying how ugly Leicester's kit is you're lying to me no and what that baby poo, that baby poo maroon ice absolutely horrific no,
0: I think um, it's lovely right in the comments no, what do you heard. think what, what do you think of Leicester's kit if you like it put, uh, give it this little thumbs up in the comments if you don't like it and you go Cotton, we'll give it a little thumbs down but for me it's a double thumbs up lovely lovely kit um, Leicester they took a while to get really going in, so they dominated the game, didn't they? They were really taking advantage of, of winning, like controlling the ball, but weren't really doing anything with it.
1: Yeah. Um, I, honestly, without just being too harsh, and I'm already on have just won the game 3-0, two penalties. Um, I, look, I honestly look at Leicester, and I wonder where the creativity in midfield is. Obviously, we know Vardy can score goals, but they didn't look... Like they had too much of a chance of unlocking and breaking down today until they, they did get their goal. But it was it was a slow, sluggish start. It was it wasn't particularly great to watch.
0: No, um uh, the second half um held a lot more in regard, but it wasn't yeah, it it was, it was difficult. Now West Brom they've only just come back up, you know, so maybe they need a little bit of time to wind them wind themselves back in, We'll we talk about the other promoted sides very shortly as well. But Leicester I don't know if it's a little bit of a hangover from last season, why it took so long for them to get involved in the game or not, maybe?
1: Yeah, maybe. Also, don't forget that quite a few teams haven't had a normal pre-season. Uh, they haven't had friendlies to, to that many friendlies to warm up. Some people haven't had any friendlies. So people have just gone straight into this first game cold. So it could have been that... I think that's the same with everyone. I think the first few weeks, it's such a, such a different season, such a different element that we're dealing with at the minute. But I think the first few weeks is not so much a write off, but it will be very, there'll be some very strange results in the first few weeks, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, the, 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 the first goal was a header and I thought the move was quite nice, but the other two goals came from the penalty spot. Now, what did you think of the first penalty?
1: Uh, it's a penalty all day long, and the thing is, we've said this before. It's one of those things. The sooner that they start giving penalties for clear handling or clear pulling back, then players will stop going down like they're being shot when they've been when they've been held. He does make a little bit of a meal of it, but there is enough contact to pull him back for him to just go. Ref, what's what's he doing? And I'm 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 giving that I'm giving that all day. What about you?
0: Um. I I see what it's given. If it wasn't given, I wouldn't be moaning about it. but the second one, the, the, the second one is is a pen. That that is a that's that's just a silly challenge to make. Yeah. And it's lazy.
1: Just I think it was lazy, tired. You're already two nil down. He he's trying to win the ball, but the player's just way too fast for him, and he just ended up kicking his shin
0: yeah exactly both dispatched nicely as well the first penalty um, actually I thought was scuffy was taken to, scuffy man that's in the side when it's gone in no I think that's lovely that one right
1: again in the comments did he scuff it or was it perfectly placed do you know what really annoyed me for the second penalty Keepers on that? the wrong way again but yeah. you know he's going in the same spot. Come on, man! Yeah, like, just... Try and use it. But then
0: it's a mind games thing, isn't it? You don't know which way to go. The
1: keeper's probably thinking, "Oh, there's no way he's going to go in the same place again. Um, oh, I better go this way again." And uh, yeah. it's relatively easy. Um, Leicester again. If you watch the um, preview show that me and Alex did on Friday, I don't think Leicester are going to pull up trees this season. No, I, I don't think there'll be in any sort of bother but I think they could be looking and should be looking at Europa League maybe but West Brom honestly I really fear from already I think
0: yeah. uh, well, uh, Ed yeah. agrees with you already yeah, um, I, West I, Brom have to be favourites for relegation um, so yeah I, I yeah, I think we're all in agreement with that one I, I don't understand what West Brom can do to are, are there three worse teams than West Brom in the league I don't think there are um, no I
1: don't think there are either
0: and then we've got David Ray from the Armchair Pundits. Go check out their stuff. There, uh, join their group. Um, Leicester's kit looks like an old school uniform with a badge on it. Uh, oh, a,
1: he's also a, he's also said that uh, a goal's a goal, uh, scuffed or not. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying the the penalty is scuffed. Yeah, Gab thinks it's taken. Well, I'm oh, it's, it's taken. Like, a a goal, but I thought he, I thought he scuffed it.
0: Okay, now we normally wait until a little bit later in the show to do our little sed- uh, a little section, but we have no choice. so it's time for this. What
1: is our uh, everything?
0: Well, is it what are Everton or what are Tottenham? To be honest. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, how, how do we do it? How do you want to do it? Do you want to do it Everton's way or do you want to do it Tottenham's way? Uh,
1: I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start uh, the Tottenham way. I think. Um, we, we will from next week. Uh, we didn't want to. We didn't want to mash it together with the what are Everton segment. But as of next week, uh, every week we'll be having a Tottenham all or nothing segment. And this weekend. It is nothing.
0: There you go. So let's talk about nothing. Everton. Um, nothing, um, zero. Um, let's talk about Everton. Now, Everton, all three new starters, uh, new, new three sign-ins started today. Um, Alan got man in the match in the game. I thought he was solid, but I, I actually was really, really impressed with James Rodriguez.
1: Can, can we just take a minute that I've been literally lording Alan for like the last three or four years? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be on your back. I'll be, I'll,
0: no, I'll, I'll
1: be back with it I've been no no surprise that he was man of the match today he's absolute class the fact that he's gone to Everton is mind blowing but yeah, yeah. But Rodriguez was good today he looked um, he's not world beat again yet but he did look quite sharp considering the players around him but then but then saying that now Everton are putting quite a nice little side together
0: Yes, they are. They really are. And they looked really comfortable with the ball. There were so many times where, you know, the graphic would pop up and it would be like, oh yeah, you know, in the last five minutes, 75% possession. They, I said while I was watching the game that if, Spurs do find a way back into this game. It would be an Everton mistake, but they were borderline faultless today. Even Pickford pulled off a couple of good saves as well, which you know he gets he gets uh, lambasted quite a lot on this show, and I, not just on this show. I think all over any form of social media.
1: I was yeah. really impressed. Really impressed. Um, I don't know whether it was a case of um, Pickford or Everton. Um being great or whether it was Tottenham not doing a lot to be
0: yeah, honest. Yeah, Tottenham fans, I would like to see your ideas on this. So if you could throw some some bits of bobs in the comments about your performance. Now, you, you started with a four, two, three, one. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no, don't let's let's about hey, look, We're getting, it'll there. We're getting about there, Rob. He'll be, be talking about it for sure. Now, um, I must say... What is Jose doing? Because he started with the 4 2 3 1. And I understand that it was getting sort of like hounded down in midfield. It was Winks and Hoiberg who started the game in the middle of the park. But 0 0 at half time, he made a change and decided to put uh, Sissoko on. He bought Sissoko on and took off Deli Alley. So the three of them were in the midfield, 15 minutes in, well, not even 15 minutes, 10 minutes into the second half. Everton score from a free kick which had nothing to do with the midfield. He then made a substitution and bought on, bought on Bergwijn to go back to playing two in midfield. And then not just that, later on in the game, he puts Soko right back after taking Doherty off and brings on Tanguy Dumbele. It was just one of the most confusing things whatsoever. I didn't understand it. Um, spoiler uh, for All or Nothing season two: it was nothing. That's literally match. what we're talking about, um,
1: <laughs> right? Brilliant. Honestly, and I said I said it to you earlier. I tweeted it earlier. If you, if Jose Mourinho playing people wildly out of position and then playing poorly is new to you. I've got some real 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 bad news for you. Like th- this he's been doing this for 8 years. Um I don't know I don't know why he suddenly just switched from from having decent players in certain positions to just wanting everyone to play every way. But it's just not going to work as players with the players they've got. Son is not defensive minded enough to track back. Lucas isn't, Bergvijn isn't. Like he he is asking so so many ridiculous things from those players. Like you said, why is why is the playing right back? What nice, switched, yeah. they switched to five at the back, didn't they? Uh, it's just I, I, don't,
0: I don't I don't think they did, and if they did, I don't think they knew that either. God. That's the issue. It's it's I, they, they took they. I don't understand the idea behind. It. And this is what I mean. It was it was just the fact that he was he was playing two in midfield with Deli Ali in an advanced position in the first half, but there was no goal shipped. Yeah, I understand that there was an industrial feel of a midfield from, from, from Everton. They had Andre Gomez there. They had Decore there. They had uh, Alan. But why weren't they then trying to spread the ball out wide and utilise that? You know, where's, yeah. where's Ben Davis? Why is he not bombing down the left? Because, like, I actually messaged um, Sabah from a Spursy podcast. Now, Tottenham fans, make sure you look, look at his stuff as well. I watched the Wales game last week and I was just watching the energy up and down from Ben Davis I, said, I sent Savra a text I said to him I was like I want to worry about getting a new left back if you could get Ben Davis playing like that you might be alright but yeah. he doesn't do that he doesn't do that in a Tottenham shirt and I don't understand the reason behind that
1: can we was it Ben Davis because well, I was just about to get onto this but this might uh, segue in was it Ben Davis that played the backwards diagonal 40 yards to Vertonghen, who was so slow that he could... Not Vertonghen, sorry. For, yeah, it was Vertonghen. Was it Vertonghen? No, Vertonghen's not there anymore. Alderweireld. Vermarland. Mar- 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 Stephen, remember get him? it <laughs> um, who couldn't get onto it. So Richarlison's literally 30 yards away. He comes steaming onto the ball, nicks it off mm. him, taking it round the keeper. And instead of squaring it to Calvert-Lewin, who is stood... On, on the penalty the goal spot line, <laughs> he's, <laughs> tried to, he's tried to shoot from the most ridiculous angle and sliced it over the bar. Uh, it could have been if that goes in, the day is even worse for Spurs, and it and it, it only got worse for him.
0: Do you think that Rosaleson should have hit that first time ish, not just first time? No.
1: Do, do you not feel just that he,
0: he, he, I want to bob around in the goalkeeper because he's actually really good at bending, like, arcing his body. He could have just arced it and just put it in but the top corner.
1: He has rounded the keeper to square it. But yeah, uh, do you know what yeah. that is that is the Brazilian in him, isn't it? That he does that is this that is Neymar. Neymar wouldn't square that ball either. He's he's trying to take it around the keeper and tap it in as well. So
0: well, he could have just passed it in.
1: Yeah, he, he could have he done anything with what he it did. With his
0: wrong peg. D- yeah, I yeah. didn't understand that. But Everton, I'm not you know, it's early doors in the season, so he can't get over excited or or get too worried about certain teams. Um Everton, I wouldn't get over excited yet, but I feel that the idea behind what you are trying to build is very very good and there is potential that you might be able to surprise a couple of teams now um little stat for you that's their first away win against a big Six team since december 2013 wow yeah, so you know, then you can look at the positives of that. You know, can they find a a, a couple more big results against those sort of teams? We don't know yet, but I, I feel that Everton, you know, they have got the heart, they've got the the passion in Duncan Ferguson because he's still there. is is the assistant manager to to Ancelotti, and they, regardless of whether you think he might be dinosaur or not, Ancelotti is a world class gaffer.
1: Yeah, uh, speaking of dinosaurs, though, um. Honestly, uh, I I think this is going to be a very, very long season if you're a Spurs fan. I can't see much headway being made in any signings in in the next two weeks. And that squad just can't compete. It just can't compete. And it's a half-decent 11. Well, it's a very good 11 on paper. Sorry, I shouldn't even play that down. It's a very good starting 11 on paper. But the minute you need to make a sub or the game isn't going the way you want it to, there's just nothing and Mm. I I, I literally the day one that Mourinho went to Spurs was so baffling it's a man who is notoriously manages with money and manages because he buys big players and he he spends a lot of money going to a club that notoriously has the most tight-fisted chairman in the history of world football that Alex Ferguson once said that he wouldn't sell him a cold like that's Uh, it's it's a bad match and honestly if Mourinho makes it past the first 10 games I will be very surprised
0: wow I won't go that far but that'll be interesting to see now Tottenham fans it's not all bad because one of you might be a competition winner one of you talking Ooh. fans. So interesting. We did a random, random selection earlier on today, and um, yeah, I just put all all the well, names in of everyone who's uh, done their thing. I'll press a random. I'll literally write everyone's name down in number order. I went on Google, found a random number generator, and it pinged up straight away. First name was—you'll find out at the end of the show. You find uh, out. Tom, the uh,
1: comment there from Tom that the game has evolved a lot since Jose was a top manager and with no money to spend, he's in big trouble. Been saying this for two years. I got chewed out on Twitter by Spurs fans for saying that he that the game had passed him by and all, all their response was, well, he won this with Porto and he did this at Inter Milan. Yeah, 10, 15 years ago. You li- you're literally reinforcing my point. But yeah, uh, Mourinho is way behind. Way behind.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, that, the following comment that that Tom's put as well. Levi uh, Levi can't sack him because of the huge payout. Mm.
1: Did the same. Did the same with. Um, Potch. Did the same with Poch, and they're not. Mm. They're not. They're not spending the money on uh, any signings, are they? So it, it depends. There, 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 there might be clauses. There might be clauses that if Mourinho decides to walk or whatnot, there could be. There could be clauses in it.
0: It could well be. Now um, let's go to the game of the day on Saturday. Uh, Fulham, nil, B. Three. B. Um, B. B. Fulham nil, Arsenal three. Fulham nil, Arsenal three. Hey, look, it put us top of the league for a little bit, so I'm taking that. um <laughs> The goals came from Lacazette, um, another debut goal from uh, from Gabriel and Bamiang at the end. Now. Um, it could have been Fulham one, Arsenal nil inside three or four minutes when Gabriel on his on his debut, you know, just not really communicating well with Leno, uh, who is back between the sticks, and it allowed Kamara in, and he almost bagged. But um, but yeah, a couple of moments later, Lacazette, you know, just pretty much like just tap it in off the goal line. After it was it was quite a nice move uh, to to bring that on, but you know it was poor defending from Fulham and you're never going to go anywhere if you've got Tim Ream at the back
1: yeah I think the, the, um, the miscommunication between Gabriel and Leno literally just teething problems Gabriel's been at the club what literally a week how many training sessions have they had together they'll, they'll iron that out uh, the, the Arsenal goal is just a horrible horrible defending from Fulham it's just absolutely amateur you see it you see it Sunday league stuff um the the, the one thing that ruined that game for me honestly Martin Keown's commentary was honestly mate I, just, I watched most of the, most of the first I watched most of the first half muted Already in the space of the first 10 minutes right he literally said um that Arsenal had signed Gabriel because Keon did a Champions League game uh, yeah Champions League game against Chelsea and he said that Arsenal should sign. Gabriel from Lille, so they listened to Martin Keown, and they, that's why they picked him up. Um, yeah. He Chish said something else said <laughs> someone else ridiculously stupid, and then for the Lacazette goal, he said what vision and composure from Willian there to get the ball, ball across the Lacazette? What, what the miss? The miss kick, you mean? He had he had a shot at the keeper, and the keeper's parried it to Lacazette. I was literally yeah. like, right, mute, mute, can't yeah. listen to one of the yeah, chuckle brothers for nine minutes. Nine. But nine. I'm sorry, I'm like... Arsenal. Honestly, I said it on Friday in the preview show with Alex. It's Arsenal fans, you've got something to look forward to. It's looking pretty bright at the club at the minute. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It is looking like it could be a good season. It could be a good few years being an Arsenal fan.
0: I, th- I think um, Arsenal fans should shouldn't get overexcited. If I'm honest, because it, you know I don't like saying it because it happens to most gaffers and most teams, but rebuild. You know, Arsenal yeah. are in the process of another rebuild, which is annoying because, you know, we, we I don't know what Arsenal were trying to do under Wenger towards the end. Then they were trying to rebuild under Emery. And then it's another rebuild again. But Arteta is looking like he's able to get some form of tune out of a couple of players. Look, El Nenny started the game, you know, and... Yeah, I, just think- I mean,
1: you, you still wouldn't want that to be... You'd still want someone better than El Nenny. Like, oh, you wouldn't want that to be your, oh, your be-all and end-all.
0: No, definitely, but at the same time he looked he looked good. So yeah. it's like, hold on a minute, you know what's he what what's he doing here? One thing that was confusing me a little bit was the fact that Arsenal went in with a with a three at the back, but then Maitland niles was finding himself quite far in forward uh, inside a lot of the time and and particularly in the first half, was hugging the left touchline. So it was almost like they were trying to show a little bit of fluidity. Uh, throughout yeah. the game and I, I like the idea of that it's almost a bit Atalanta-esque you know but
1: it's, you that's all well and good when you're playing Fulham
0: yes exactly can you do that we are playing against to to Liverpool or Man United um, no you'll um, get opened you know, up you, yeah exactly it would, be, it would be quite precarious but uh, Gabriel really really good header really impressed with his header a couple of minutes into the second half and that sort of that, that sort of put the game to bed but the move for Emer- uh, for, for Aubameyang's goal and the finish was yeah. sublime tasty, um, tasty goal. yeah there we go Pierre's goal with a little eggplant there um from from <laughs> true story man it, it, it was it was it was sumptuous it really really was um to a uh, couple of the comments um if you watch the bamian's goal yesterday and compare the charity shield goal uh, i love the fact sorry i have got i love the fact you call it charity shield as well
1: yeah it is it is a charity it's shield it's sponsored charity by shield. mcdonald's for god's sake is indeed. Uh, and did anyone
0: notice that um, Angelie, Maitland, Niles, and Tierney are in the same position for both goals? You know what? Yes, I did. And this is thing. it's, yeah, it, they're, they're learning it. And this, uh, do you know what? I didn't even see the comment and I already mentioned it already. But it's infield run. It confuses defenders because they're expecting them to play, link, um, play, play wing back. And this is exactly the thing. I'm so glad we were watching the same game yeah. here, Tom. But, um, but again, again,
1: yeah. it's whether you can do that against City, against Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's great when you're doing it against Fulham and putting them to the sword, but we'll see we'll see what it's like when you come up against someone someone decent. Again, Fulham, I'm sorry if there's any Fulham fans watching you're straight back down to the championship. There's no yeah. ifs, no buts, no coconuts, straight down, no messing.
0: Yeah, I can't see it. Now I was taking a mic when I said game of the day with that one because we all know what it, the game of the day was it was this one, weren't it? Liverpool for Leeds three. We had live watch along for that one as well. We had I Leeds, therefore I am Leeds podcast on the watch along with us as well. So Leeds fans, make sure you tune into his stuff. It's, um, you know, Stu from there, really, really good guy. Um, but yeah, what's a game. I don't think anybody in their right mind was expecting this to happen.
1: Uh, I can you believe it or not. I had, uh, Liverpool clean sheet, so I was already done within minutes.
0: Yeah, but indeed.
1: there's so many things to talk about. I don't even let, let's just start with the first Liverpool. I, goal thought,
0: on, I, think, we? I, think I think we've just got to go in order. Well, well, we? Yeah, we'll have um, to do it in order. Yeah, so Salah, you know, the pen at the beginning. It was it was the it was the handball from Robin Cock who's made his it made his debut for the club as well in in, in the Premier League. Now. Uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, um, surrounding Twitter, you know, it's like, how is this one? Like Liverpool always getting the decisions, you know, it didn't happen in the city. They're they're using the city game as an example where, you know, where it skipped up and hit him on the arm. This, I'm not being funny. You can't have your arm out like that. And for me, if that was goal bound, whether he meant it or not, he's got to go. So, it's a penalty and it is a handball. So, it's it's, as simple as that for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk more about penalties at the end. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So equaliser. Um, oh yeah, equaliser. E-
0: e- yeah, equali- oh, yeah, Salah scored the pen. Boss one nil. The equaliser. Harrison. Wow. What a yeah. move that was.
1: And you know, was this the one? Was this the where Van Dyke? It. Um, not, not the one where Van Dyke tries to take it out of the air and. Oh, no, that was, um, that was um, Bamford's, so, wasn't it? Okay, we'll get to that, uh, we'll get to that in a sec.
0: <laughs> um, but, but no, it was, um, it was the move on the left-hand side where he's he literally put Trent Alexander-Arnold in his pocket and said, "Yeah, I don't think you're ready for this, son. And this is the thing. Now, I have a lot of time for Trent Alexander-Arnold. I really, really do, going forwards. And I'll question his defensive qualities. And anyone who can't see that he isn't, great uh, as a right back then I honestly think you're, you need your yeah. eyes tested he, he's,
1: he, un- unfortunately for him Salah's playing right wing otherwise if he was playing for another team Trent might be turned into a right winger yeah, yeah but uh, I'll exactly tell you what Tr- Trent and Robertson both absolutely stinky yesterday stinky performances from both of them
0: Yeah, and uh, this, I don't think, uh, this might be another one of those situations where there's a bit of a hangover from the end of last season. They'd already won the title, they knew they had. So they weren't, uh, they're putting their strong team up, but they weren't really doing anything with it. it, You know, Burnley got a point off them, Arsenal beat them, you know, they should, that, that sort of stuff shouldn't be happening.
1: It wasn't even just um, during lockdown. If you think before lockdown happened, they lost to Atletico Madrid, they lost to Watford. Even yeah. the games they were grinding up, they weren't looking convincing. They weren't looking solid at the back, and they still. And I said in in December, fair enough, they went on to win the league. But I said on the show in December, if Liverpool double down now and buy another world class centre back to put next to Van Dijk, mm. game over. Stranglehold on the league for the next four or five seasons if they get a striker as well. But I just don't understand. They've won the league. Great. So what, is that it for the next 30 years? Like you can't just sit back and let everyone else around you strengthen and and, and not strengthen yourself. Yes, that game against Leeds is literally, if that is not a shining example of that that back four isn't as solid as it needs to be, then I don't know what would be.
0: Indeed. Um, one guy, we are going to talk about him in a bit more depth, um, is Van Dyke. Um, Van Dyke, he scored to make it 2 1.
1: Solid header, you know, is what he uh, Hold on, hold on. The goalkeeper, it looked like something from a cartoon. It looked like he got hit in the stomach with a really slow moving cannonball and just kind of went oh, and fell over the line. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, uh, it's a good header, but I think he's got. A, I think he's got it really. really away. Well. What's he? Why is he trying to catch it? Push it <laughs> away. He's trying to. He's trying to. He's, I'm not having it. But Van Dijk would then completely unredeem himself massively um, with. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I said it in the pub today. I said it to my gaffer, and before I even said anything, one of the other customers that came in, who's a Liverpool fan, said the same thing that I just said about 20 minutes before he got there. Van Dijk has started to believe his own hype way too much and 12 months ago when that ball comes into him he's either heading that away or he's thumping that rose head. but yeah. because he's because of the hype and because he's buying into it he wants to take it down he wants to take a lovely Berbatov-esque touch then he wants to move it he wants to pass it he doesn't want to just get rid of it and it's cost him because he's dropped tr- it hasn't cost him in the end but it could have done he's tried to bring it down and it's just absolutely calamitous letting uh, uh, let him, uh, let him Patrick Bamford score against you, in yeah, that's league the issue. Is, that's you, poor. That's
0: poor. You are Liverpool and you have let Patrick Bamford score against you at Anfield as well. So, yeah, you might as well um, let Patrick
1: Truman score against you. at Anfield exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, my god. Um, then it's 3 2 all of a sudden, and that was a lovely yeah. slap as well from um, from Salah. Uh, from Salah. It's, it's laced out a top bit. That was. Beautiful.
1: Oh, I, was, is, I was, yeah. I, you know you know, I have this problem with quite a lot of keepers. Is Leeds goalkeeper four or five inches too short?
0: Um, no, he's just 19. So just give him a break. He'll be all right. He'll come good. It, it, it,
1: I think anyone else can't. I think they might reach top corner there. I think he was a bit...
0: With that pace as well. Is it that hard, man? I'll yeah, but it's still, keep, keep keeper that. still
1: doesn't... Skip muddy. Well, I do actually. But I'll black it's, an absolute, it's an bang. Don't take away from Salah. It's a bang. It's an absolute bang. Mm. But then, talking of bangs, this leads equaliser to make it three all.
0: I, I I lost my mind. When is it that?
1: Yeah, just the, the touch up, the bang, absolute. Ah, oh, beautiful goal, beautiful goal.
0: Top, top driller, man. Um, clicks there. Um, with the equaliser, sixty six. Now it's funny because. You know, I'm a, I, I, I've got a lot of time for Jordan Henderson. You know I have. And I honestly think his leadership is so key to what Liverpool do. And when, he was, when I saw him treading off, I said straight away, I was like, Liverpool going to regret that. And I could, see, I could see Leeds bagging. And as soon as he comes off, seconds later, that's when the goal comes. And it's like, whoa. Now, um, I like Curtis Jones. And I've seen him. I've had the, I've had the, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I've had the pleasure of seeing him in the flesh a few times. And I just love how astute he is and how calm and chill he is. Now, um, Dylan is not a big fan of Curtis Jones. And I I, I think Mm. you need to give him a little bit of, uh, I I think you need to cut him a bit of slack. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, um, Liverpool end up going on winning the game is a penalty. Rodrigo with uh, typical strikers tackle. Oh, thank you. you know, <laughs> we,
1: we, do you know what? We're ne- next next week, we need like a little counter at the bottom and every time we, uh, we, every time we say a cliche, we put like another one up. <laughs> yeah, but, let,
0: yeah, let's make it happen. But it, it, it is though, isn't it? Quite? Lazy, yeah.
1: lazy strikers tackle. He's just come off the bench. He's cold. I saw loads of people arguing, trying to tell me that it wasn't a penalty even on hey. match of the day That it, no it was Sunez so it was Sunez and Carragher in the studio saying they didn't think it was it, they, they didn't think it was a penalty and it's it's soft like, he's put his foot right across him you've here we go cliche Beep. counter. give us a ding you've given the referee a decision to make Beep. game, game yeah, over, is, game over. And so, and do you know to, what the, do, most, you know get, the most I need to get a
0: soundboard don't I, yeah. Yeah. What I need to do? I'm, I'm going to get a soundboard for next week
1: the most annoying thing and we always say this bet responsibly uh, the minute it went three all I was, put, in the, in, I was watching it in the club uh, i was watching it in the club i was watching it in the club and i said i was watching it with uh, one of the old boys and i said to him it's like right it's a waiting game now how dare how long dare i leave it to get liverpool on because this is a guaranteed win and a bu- well, not bottled it, but I was waiting and waiting. And even with 10 minutes to go, it was still only six to five. And I was like, six to five with 10 minutes. Give me some twos. Give me some threes. So, um, and I was, uh, I even texted you, didn't I? And I said, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to absolutely, I'm absolute drop a bomb on it. And I was about to, <laughs> I, I was about to empty the mortgage on this game, right? And I, uh, and I was, I was leaving it and I was leaving it. And then it got to 83, 84 minutes. And I was like, right, do I strike now? And as I was about to do it, Rodrigo dangled that lazy foot out. I was like, right, whatever,
0: oh, whatever. Man, now.
1: Allow you. And the, the, the other, the other heartbreak as well. I even said um, to to the old boy, I said, oh, Mohamed Salah hat trick, three to one. There's only ten minutes left. Those are awful odds. And then he scored the penalty, and I was just like, I can't. I'm going on yeah Um, don't
0: blame her. um daniel newman he says uh great game so refreshing to see leads approach the game and they'll cause um, some problems next season now uh, what your where where can you see leads i know that you've you you did your um your return on it on the preview show but i've seen the performance now has your mind changed any in in any way shape or form
1: what i will say is um I think Leeds will stay up and I think they'll do alright but I'm going to sound like Roy Keane at the World Cup when he's moaning about Ireland um, everyone seems to be congratulating Leeds and celebrating as if they got something out of that game they, they still lost yeah, it it's, it's, all well, the it's all well and good playing rock and roll football but don't forget when Norwich the, the first few games Norwich when they came up everyone was like oh it's so refreshing that they're sticking to their style that won them so many games and so many plaudits in the championship and how did that work out? Mm. And I think to be fair, I think I think Saturday's game was it's a season opener, no one's kind of found that like felt their way in yet. Neither team defended well. I don't think it was a case of that both both teams' forwards were on fire. It was just no nobody could be bothered to defend. Nobody wanted to do it, they just wanted to attack. It is refreshing in a way to see Leeds go at Liverpool. But again, Norwich did the same. If Leeds keep playing this way and just keep attacking everyone. How many points they're going to win if people keep hitting them on the break or, or, or people with more experience grind them out? And I mm. don't think Leeds will go down. I think they're safe. I think they'll be the only team that's been promoted that will stay up. But uh, as refreshing as it is, sometimes it can be a little naive to just stick to your guns and stick stick to your football. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Bielsa Bielsa's smarter than that. He's a better coach than that. Yes. The minute the, the minute they need to change things or or not adapt that style of football, they will. They will yeah. change it. so Yeah, I get but that. Yeah, argument. Leeds, Leeds um, and I think anywhere between 10 and 15, 16. I think I think they'll have a half decent season.
0: I think they are coming 10th. I really do. I I, I could feel it. And, and that's what I mean. Like Bielsa is one of those sort of gaffers. Is 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 he will he will now be watching well he would have watched Liverpool, you know, for hours. Because yeah. the thing is in that game, when Liv- when Leeds had the ball. They look good with it, and they looked good like that transition from 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 defensive to midfield, and then midfield to the front line. They look they looked comfortable in possession, and I think there's going to be teams like, no offence, Burnley. You know that they're they're going to come across, and they'll be able to get a result against them. Palace, West Ham. You know those sort of teams. They'll just go in there and they'll win those games, and I feel that like they'll win those games quite comfortably as well.
1: Um, also, ma- massive shout out to how old Bielsa is in his in his sixties. Yeah, it's, but yeah, he's old boy, and he—he must have calves and ankles made out of titanium because he squats in that position for ninety minutes, and I don't know how he does it.
0: Uh, he's going to say he's like that because he's got the arthritis. He can't move. Like He can't stand up, can he? So, hey, that's, his, that's his position, man. <laughs> hey, you know it. Um, I mentioned West Ham and Palace and both of those teams played yesterday. We'll go with the Palace game first. Come um, on. Get out of the way because it weren't great. Um, Crystal Palace won, Southampton nil. The goal from Will Zaha after 13 minutes. Um, nice strike. Yeah. yeah, nice strike. Nice yeah. technique you know.
1: foot, Side foot volley. It was quite
0: nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, much more about the game. About,
1: but... Um, not really uh, no. Ings, uh, I think Ings had half chances
0: yeah Ings um, could have equalised with the last kick of the game well last head of the game so he was giving him off his head didn't he um, and I was going to say it's a good save from Gaita but then you watch it again and it's just uh, it's just at him isn't it and it's like yeah. mm. you know um, I it, think Danny Ings will have a good season again though uh,
1: I'm not convinced I think I think he'll land around the 10-15 goals mark I don't think he'll repeat it
0: um, I yeah I'm, I'm not a big fan of either team I'm not, not say either team online I liked what Southampton were trying to do I like the, I, I like or I like the gaffer but, but again, really but again
1: like, like we were just like saying it's all so well and good to have the best of intentions and play that style of football but if you're not winning games what's what's the point there is none
0: mm. Uh, Southampton will be a comfortable mid table side. Um, Palace, they've just got to focus on getting goals. You know, Bachwai is signed again on loan. John Nye is there. And then Brici Essay He's there. He's, he's just signed, but he's a Championship player. Can he make this step up to the Premier League?
1: I, I don't think Bachwai is a Premier League player either. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't think he's a Premier League striker.
0: Phyllis oh, sure Bachwai, he scored, he, he got six in 13 last season. Um, for Palace but he didn't fill all those games so he averaged like a goal every 150 minutes which is less than uh, which is like a goal every just under two games so you know if a, a return like that isn't too bad and as long as goals are getting chipped in elsewhere you know are you you know every time but, he but scored it was a one nil win and yeah. Uh, and but there were important goals that he was bagging so it, th- they, they need they need to score more goals they need to start learning how to score two three in a game and maintain their their record of keeping clean sheets. I think they kept 10 last season I'm not, I'm not sure off the top of my head but um, they had, they
1: had a very bad Palace had a very bad running after lockdown I think if they if they'd have played like that all season they'd have got relegated so it's yeah 100% it's, it's good for them to um, come out and actually get a win but yeah, let's really talk about let's talk about another relegation fodder. Oh my god, Damn. Um, Get him now, down! Get him yeah, down! I um,
0: I I interviewed James Jones from um, We Are West Ham podcast on on Wednesday last week. you would be able to go back and watch that if you wish as well via our YouTube channel uh, www.youtube.com slash top football. He didn't. It, it, I felt bad because we sat there for about 45, 50 minutes and I was trying to find the joy and try and find, you know, positives. And I feel that Jamie James is trying to do uh, James trying to do the same sort of thing. And it was really difficult to find it because we don't know where they are.
1: Uh yeah, well, honestly, they are where they are is in the wrong league. I'm telling you, they've been circling for four or five years. There's been two or three of them seasons where they've got obscenely lucky to stay up. And uh, we said it in the preview show. Other than say Felipe Anderson and Sebastian Haller at points, I don't see any excitement in that squad. They may as well be playing eleven Mark Nobles. It's literally just so bog standard football, bog standard players. Uh, who, who's a gaffer?
0: <laughs> Moisey, in it.
1: Well, there you go. What, what, what more <laughs> do you expect from them? Like honestly, what do you expect from that team? It's just. Uh, and again, it might sound like I've got a vendetta, but I just I can't stand their football. I can't honestly. I just can't stand. I don't think I've ever watched a West Ham game and gone. Well, that was a that was a breath of fresh air. That was that was exhilarating. I, I just I haven't ever done it.
0: Now I don't want to sit here and berate West Ham too much because I know what will happen. Because I'll turn, no, 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 turn up at the Emirates next week and they'll get a result. And it's like, oh, you know, they're so poor. Where do they find that from? So yeah, they're, they're the sort of team that would do that. But let's talk. Let's talk about Newcastle. You know, let's talk about the goals that they scored because they were comfortable. They did. They did. They they weren't phased by what West Ham were trying to impose by any shape uh, by any shape or form. They they didn't have to. I don't think Newcastle actually got out of third gear. Now, no. when was the last time they were able to do that and pick up three points?
1: Do you know what again, if you didn't if you didn't catch the preview show on Friday, um give a little quick brief summary, I was just basically saying that I think Newcastle, because they had Rafael Benitez who had won the Champions League, he'd done this, he'd done that. Anyone that was gonna follow was was not gonna be as a fan favourite as Rafa. But I'm telling you now, Steve Bruce does not deserve the stick he gets. He's done Put some he's respect done, on his name, man. He's done some things with his Newcastle team with the budget that he had and the players that he had, and he and he's done half decent things probably probably more than that was expected and, and I think he will do this season as well I think Newcastle the signings they've made the football they're playing again Newcastle it not crazy exciting football but now they've got players like St Maximan that can turn a game and can turn it on every now and then I, I honestly think Newcastle again anything between anything between 9 and about 13-14 Newcastle I think they're actually going to do little bits might even go a little cup run
0: I, I didn't think that Max Mann was going to stay.
1: I didn't either. After that season, I genuinely thought everyone would be sniffing around them in the summer. But...
0: Mm. Go, go, go to Barcelona, start the rebuild. Um, the, right, the first goal comes from Cannon Wilson. And I like the fact that he was able to get there in front of the goalkeeper and stab it home. However, he stood up at shoulder height.
1: Uh, I don't... Uh...
0: Oh, it's uh, over my uh, head. Not saying that's, yeah. that that's hard, but it's over my head. So, what was I, our tweet I, I yesterday? don't like that. I, I, don't I not, literally I don't said,
1: said the Callum Wilson. My tweet yesterday: Callum Wilson scores a goal that Nani got sent off for against Real Madrid.
0: Oh, so you are in agreement with me?
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, I did. agree. I think, really I'm, <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm with you. Anywhere, if that's in the if, if that's in the middle of the park, and the player on the receiver end gives it a roll around on the floor. It's a free kick, and you're probably getting a yellow.
0: I'll tell you what. Let's let's go back to the previous game that we just mentioned about the Palace Southampton game because so I forgot to say. Um, uh, Walker Peters.
1: Oh, the he red that was rescinded. He got,
0: he got re- rescinded. Where was his foot? No higher than the Wilson. Yeah, the, uh,
1: the referee. But that, that's the thing. That's what VAR is there for. The referee made a poor decision, and thankfully they're now looking at it. And to be fair, that one was dealt with pretty swiftly. They just they just got it. it. Was. They just got uh, on with it.
0: It's just the fact that his foot is exactly the same height as, yeah. as, as, as Wilson's there. Um, but there's nothing that I could have done about Hendrick's goal. I, I'm, I love Jeff Hendrick. I, went to, I bought a new car on Friday um, and I, I got it from Hippo Finance. And Hippo Finance, they're up north in, in, in Blackburn. But the guy who serves me and um, is one of my very good friends now is a guy called Robbie Lindsay. He's a Burnley fan. And I've been talking to him and I said, dude, why Why did you let Jeff Hendrick go? Now, Burnley fans don't like about Literally, out of 100 Burnley fans, 90 of them were looking forward to him getting out of the club. And I didn't understand why. Because I feel like Jeff Hendrick brings a lot of energy to the middle of the park. And he scores really tidy goals.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think, again, uh, 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 it always seems like I want to take the shine off a striker, which I shouldn't do because I was a striker myself back in back in my heyday. But is it is it great Newcastle play or is it absolutely just diabolical West Ham defending? Is it column A or column B? Yeah,
0: well, what, what do you think, guys? Um, let me know what you think. Um, West Ham were... A one-man team and yeah, um, and yeah it is Antonio
1: was. and um, do you know what honestly uh, like uh, and again what how good is your squad depth or how good is your starting 11 when honestly no disrespect to Michael Antonio solid player but when he is literally the one dragging your club along and he's your pretty much your your, your star player at the minute speaks volumes
0: yeah, it's sad, isn't it? It's a sad state of affairs. So
1: my question to you, Gav, is I believe that West Ham will be one of the three that go down this year. What do well, you think?
0: I, I, I thought they were going to be the one of the three that went down last year and they were very close to it. Now, yeah. I did when I was doing the show with, with Jamie last week, we we were looking at West Ham season. last couple of seasons they have been flirting. But what they normally do, they have a really good season and then a really bad season. So, and if you remember, they lost their first game of the season last year as well, and then went on a monster run, including turn up against you lot as well. And then remember, West Ham fans were like, "Oh, we might come, we might come top six. We We've got a European, we have got a we, European." We group. always
1: lose to West Ham. We always lose to West Ham. <laughs> I want to Or you draw <laughs>
0: against them. Nineteen ninety-five, the time. It just feel, It just fuels them. my
1: hatred for them even more. Even more. <laughs> won, oh they, they, honestly, they, like they are probably, I probably dislike West Ham more than I dislike Liverpool or Leeds. Honestly, honestly, honest to, honest well, to God,
0: I, I think they're going to be a mid-table side this year. This year, and I think they're going to go down next season. That's what well, West Ham. West Ham. Yeah, I, th- I think I think they'll hang about this year, uh, but yeah, I think I think they'll fudge it absolutely uh,
1: next year. Well, have to have a friend. We'll have to have a friendly little wager on that one.
0: Yeah, we might have to. Yeah, um, West Ham could have a great chance the window. The window is open for another three, three, four weeks. So, yeah, fifth of fifth of uh, October it closes, isn't it? So, but yeah, they're they're all, they're all the games that we that we covered for the weekend. But there are two games tomorrow. Um, the first one is. At quarter past uh, six o'clock, not quarter past six, six o'clock. And that you'll be able to watch that on Sky Sports Premier League. That's Sheffield. Oh oh my god, right. I'm so annoyed with myself. Now, one thing that one of my pet peeves is when people call Sheffield United Sheffield. And look at what I've done in the ticker.
1: Oh yeah,
0: you've done it, you've done it, Sheffield. (laughs) Oh, my God. Slap on the wrist there, Gav, mate. Um, Sheffield United versus Wolves. I am I think Sheffield United are going down this season.
1: I think they're... In, we, we, again, on Friday's show, I, we discussed this. I think Sheffield United are in real trouble. I think the honeymoon is over. I think reality is going to strike again... Or we keep saying everyone's strengthened, but they have the teams around Sheffield United and where they want to be have strengthened and they haven't. I don't know if they've got the means to I mean they've got Ampadu on loan, haven't they? Good signing.
0: Made, I like that. I it's a good, it's a good signing, time. but
1: it, it, is that gonna is that gonna pull up trees? I, I don't think so. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I'm also saying that Wolves aren't gonna have the season that they've just had. I think they're gonna not struggle but they won't do as well as they did last season I think they will because they haven't got any distractions I, I don't know I just they fell off towards the end as well and I just it, it again it's early doors I could be proved very wrong but I just don't, don't forget I once a year and a half two years ago said that I didn't rate Raul Jimenez as a as a striker, so
0: yeah, that things, that's quite can change oh, really on the arse, didn't it? Um, and he's now change. one of the most after strikers in world football. Um, and the other game is Brighton versus Chelsea. We'll call that the uh, oh, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> I've lost it. What's his name? The right back. Oh, uh, the, the Lamperty Derby. Uh, that's what we would
1: call it. Um, that's... hold on, did, did uh, Steve Sidwell not play for both of them? Yes, the Steve Sidwell, there we Lamp- go, there Olympic we are, Steve Lamp- classic. There we
0: go. <laughs> that game is Steve also up- classic. That game is also on Sky Sports Premier League, and that kicks off at quarter past eight. Uh, Chelsea, they are up for the challenge this year. They made a lot of good signings, but they still need things addressing at the back for me.
1: So. At the very back,
0: yeah. At the very back, i.e., the goalkeeper. Now they should have just gone out and spent a couple of quid and got Pope. Get it done. Well, they,
1: they've been linked with some very strange, very strange goalkeepers. They've been looking yeah, at it's um, like Pope, Anana, or Black. Yeah, yeah, they you went to Anana from uh, Ajax. They were looking at the Lille goalkeeper. Um, yeah, they've been looking at some really, really shifty ones. To be honest, I mean, Joe Hart was knocking around on a free.
0: Yeah, could have got him. Now he's I'll tell you I'll, tell you. I'll
1: tell you who. I'll tell you who is going to be looking for a club.
0: Sergio Romero. Sergio Romero is looking for a club. and I'll tell you what. That would not be a bad signing whatsoever. You know, arguably the um, the second best number two in the league uh, behind Emmy uh, Martinez.
1: I'm not even biting.
0: I'm not even biting. <laughs> no, you know, you know, I, 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 you know what I think of of, of Romero. Yeah. and I, I think, I, I think he's an absolutely solid goalkeeper. He he will be looking for a club, and I'm not being funny. You you're not going to sit there and be the third choice goalkeeper at Manchester United. So oh no no
1: he he will, he will definitely he will definitely be on the way out, which yeah. is unfortunate because he's been great. But he has
0: indeed, indeed, indeed. Now, um, Tottenham fans. One of you is a competition winner, and your name is. See, this is where we need the the ticker, the the, the special pad, because you can put a little drum roll on it or something. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Uh, the oh, what did you say? What did you say when I finished? <laughs> I was about to say your name in full. Uh, it's Gavin Phillips. Well done, well done
1: congratulations I, I I'll um, say congratulations but now he's got to get a Tottenham shirt so I don't I know. know so who's the real winner yeah
0: oh poor bugger um, but yeah um, we'll send you a message via direct message on Twitter and we'll get all your details and um, we'll get a Totten shirt out to you um, Hold what, on. What?
1: While, while, we're, while we're still on the subject yeah. of shirts I just want to uh, I just want to prove I just want to prove to everyone Because obviously I said I'd done it And a lot of people still thought I was absolutely blagging So Here you go Here is This season. Oh
0: yeah So people this who are watching it For the first time um, Stephen Cotton went out And bought a Man United shirt For this season. for, For this season, and decided to put someone's name on the back. But people don't believe what happened, and he did it. Sancho 7 on the back and we've been winding cotton up massively because we know that, that Sancho's favourite number is actually number 11 but Mason Greenwood had to spoil everyone's fun he by, did. By, by inviting Icelandic birds into his room and doing balloons and then Hold, no, hold on, hold on, on, it, on do it. Yeah. Doing,
1: balloons like, doing balloons like two years ago I don't know why they're dragging that up now that picture's so old but yeah, so Greenwood's got 11 so when this Sancho deal gets wrapped up uh, in a week or two i'll be able to wear that shirt and if not and i did say if he doesn't sign I'll, I'll we'll we'll give it away or we'll do whatever but yeah there it is there it is my sancho 7 shirt
0: absolutely hilarious now um you can subscribe to our youtube channel it is at Top football, um on all social media but in particular the youtube is www.youtube.com forward slash two-up-top football. No messing about. No, no messing about whatsoever because that's what we don't do. And uh, did you know, if you put two-up-top into Google, our name comes up first?
1: I have. I've actually tried it. Also, uh, tonight, for your viewing pleasure, I know with Premier League's finished, but uh, Paris Saint-Germain without many star players due to Corona are at home to Marseille at 8 o'clock which will be early for that type of game barnstorming game that is yeah early
0: for that
1: looking forward to that really true but
0: I'm going to go and watch some NFL because that's what I'm that's what I'm in love with who's who's playing tonight Um, everybody um, I don't really care who's playing, to be honest. I was going to watch Red Zone because my team played on, Tuesday, on Thursday night and won against uh, against the Texans. That's my team, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions, or the world champions, as they like to call it in America.
1: World champions uh, in one country. Well done, guys.
0: World champions in, world co- in one well country. Done. Hey, no, America, greatest country in the world. Uh, but for myself and Stephen Cotton, uh, it's been a great show. I really enjoyed that. Thank you, everybody. Good to be
1: back. Good to be back. Fresh
0: season. Oh, indeed. And we'll be back uh, at seven o'clock on Sunday next week for. Game Day two of the review show, but any other shows, all the other information, you'll be able to find it on all our social media platforms at Top Top Football. Thank you, everybody, and good night.